possible these days? Conversations through your computer? Worlds of information one click away. All the things you find only on the world's most popular internet online service, now more affordable than ever? It's like living in the future. Howdy folks, welcome to another episode of The Russia Guy. On today's show, my guest is Russian journalist Nikita Likachov, the chief editor of a wonderful website called T-Journal. If you haven't heard about T-Journal, I strongly recommend checking it out. If you speak Russian or if you're learning the language, the website combines news stories from a small editorial staff and text submitted from an enormous community of readers and volunteers. By crowdsourcing their content, T-Journal manages to catch some very unusual stuff and I've relied on it for many years now. So what are you going to learn about in this interview? Well, today's the day that Russia finally decided to block the instant messenger Telegram. And that is precisely what Nikita and I discussed. I asked him to explain how exactly the authorities are going to block the service, and what this means for the app stores run by Google and Apple. We also talked about tools used to circumvent internet censorship and how likely it is that ordinary Telegram users in Russia will bother with this technology. That and more in my interview with Nikita Likachov. Now here it is. Right now it seems that uh, Roskomnadzor has added webtelegram.org and t.me to its outload list. So I guess Russian ISPs are supposed to start blocking these hyperlinks, although it's not clear to me if the way they added them, because I think the registry right now says Dostup ni agranichevaitsa, or that's what it says right now when I'm looking at it. So does that mean, like, what does that mean? Does that mean that ISPs don't have to start blocking it, or does it mean that they do? This is not really, sh- I'm not really sure about, about it now, because uh, the... The decision, like the document that was published by the court, was just out. I mean, maybe uh, an hour ago, and it had these blank spaces that has no addresses. That had no addresses, so they changed it later, and I haven't seen it yet. But from what I see uh, on the Roskomnadzor's page, uh, where you can see which addresses they block, what, what which they do not, uh, the all, all all entries are. I don't know, they're somehow connected to a different case from year 2017, and only the last one tells me about the Taganski, uh, Taganski court decision, and they're still not blocking it, but they, it, 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 it like, you cannot really trust the information that is uh, on, in, on the, in the third column. I mean, when it says uh, that... It's like <laughs> How do you translate it? It's not blocking right now. Like it's not really so because there are separate addresses that are added. I don't know. They are added. We are separate entries, and uh, the ISPs they obtain this list of addresses. I think. I think that it's like it's it's not it's not really connected. What what ISPs have because they use different systems. It's not connected to the. Uh, to the data that Roskomnadzor uploads to its own website, so they may uh, they may really start to block Telegram at any minute right now, and we don't know the whole list of addresses because only the the 
like the technical system that Roskomnadzor uses to send this data to um, ISPs knows that, and maybe we can obtain the list from the ISPs later if they uh, will be willing to publish it, but they're not really uh, often up to this thing, but I think due to a large amount of interest to Telegram, we will know what addresses they're exactly blocking, and fr from now, uh, I suppose that it's really about the version of the browser and the uh, address that uses to shorten the links. So this is a really fine decision. I mean, it's, it's not really like a, uh, you know, an effort to block Telegram. It's like just a preliminary uh, measure to just to just add something to the uh, register that Roskomnadzor uh, supports, and it's not really about blocking the Telegram. So the the register doesn't actually search the outload list that ISPs are supposed to download twice a day. This is like separate from that. It's it's a little bit different, yes. What about the the Google and the Apple app stores, the Play Store, as well, do you expect Roscoe Resort to approach Google and Apple and say, okay, guys, you have to delete this app now for the stores in Russia? Most probably, yes, but the most most probably they will answer, they will just have no answer to this query. So uh, there, were, there were quite a few stories from two and three years ago when Oskonadzor was uh, obliged to ban some content that was published on Google Play Store, like uh, books about extremism, etc., etc., et and they asked Google to delete it, and Google has actually deleted it, had actually deleted it back then, but that was no big deal. Uh, Telegram is another sort of thing, and it's about freedom of speech, and uh, I, I don't know, maybe they just ignored the, all the queries, but uh, we... We have no information about whether Roskomnadzor is going to approach Apple or Google because they have so bad relations with both of them. Actually, probably like next to no relations at all. They only, from, from what I hear, they only uh, have close relations with Facebook. And it's like all about, we're going to do whatever government tells us because we want to stay in the market. And about the, we are like in the ad business, we need to maintain our audience. And Twitter apparently doesn't give a fuck about maintaining all governmental requests from Russia. I mean, like maybe maybe just a few of them, uh, just to just to tease Roskomnadzor because they have met uh, quite a few times. But Twitter was very reluctant to do anything for Roskomnadzor. So I think Apple and Google will just ignore this request and make make it so difficult to Roskomnadzor to push uh, their own agenda to delete this app. So. But but probably probably it's not about the deleting the app. So probably it's just about blocking the access to it. And from from what I from what I expect from this commander is uh, they they're gonna create some sophisticated uh, some sophisticated algorithm or some sophisticated solution to learn which addresses which I actually I mean I mean IP. Uh, IP addresses uses the servers that connect to users to tel from uh, that connect to users of Telegram in Russia, and maybe they'll try to parse the database. I don't know. I, I think I expect a sophisticated solution from them because the whole game was about we are really pushing on this, and we need to block Telegram, and we need to show like make make this a case about how we actually could block something like that. And. Uh, uh, like I was, I was in China two two weeks ago, and quite a few apps from top-notch 
uh, IT companies all around the world have worked there, and they have this solution. I really, I really suppose that Roscommonsor uh, should step up its game and develop some kind of sophisticated solution just to show everybody uh, who is in the IT business uh, that they could manage that. Because if they, if they could not, this is, would be uh, like the, the most idiotic thing that you can do right now. Right. Yeah, it would make them look pretty bad. And I've, I've been seeing reports that people are downloading Opera VPN. Um, what good is that in this situation? Is that just so that they can access the web links that have been added to the outload list, just those, those two domains? So, I mean, because Telegram is an app for the most part, but I guess... People sh- share the links and news stories and so on. And if you're using Opera VPN, you could then still access the links. Is that how it works? Not sure if I get your question right, but they generally download Opera VPN because it's free and it's VPN, so it generally uh, solves the problem of any, any app being unavailable in your country or being blocked in your country, like the uh, the Z- Zella Zella app that's quite popular in Russia. It's uh, like a walkie-talkie app. So the guys, uh, like the truckers, that used Zello pretty much. They were using Opera VPN a lot because uh, it provided access to Zello. And recently, uh, like, it, it was blocked, I mean, like half a year ago, I guess. And uh, Zello was trying to avoid uh, the block by using different IP addresses because Source was adding a lot of new IP addresses to its uh, register, and Zello was changing them because they had a lot of uh, a plenty, plentiful of uh, IP addresses from Amazon. But recently, Source found a way to block all of them and not bla- not banning uh, all the services that use Amazon Web Services. So uh, I think that's why Opera VPN is popular right now. So when you're talking about Telegram situation, I think it's just the same. It is a free, uh, free instrument that you can download from App Store, and it's like quite popular. Everybody knows Opera in Russia, and it's just easy to use. I use it too because, like, this is like one-stop shop. You can just push on a button, will be connected to the nearest VPN server uh, abroad, and probably you will use. Uh, probably you you will have the opportunity to use Telegram. Once more again, but I don't know if uh, Opera is gonna be uh, kind of like there, there was a story for about also half half a year ago about um, VPN services trying to uh, get in contact. Uh, are trying to get in contact with uh, operators of VPN services to uh, make them obey the the way the register works. So not not, not letting people go to the sites that have been blocked. So there's apparently a law that uh, forbids VPN services to let people visit uh, blocked sites that are blocked by Roscommonsor. Mm-hmm. So Roscommonsor tr- were trying to approach some of the VPN companies, and I suppose that Opera was one of them, because obviously they're the most popular, so it was obvious to approach them. But I don't know if they have agreed, because nobody will publish that kind of information. But you can check if, you, if they actually let people go to the like popular sites that have been blocked. But from from now on, I haven't heard about anything like that. So the thing is uh, whether we should like wh- whether we should buy some VPN services that are not uh, contributing to the cause of the Roscommonsor right now, or maybe we just can 
just can download Opera from App Store for free and use it as usual. I think the latter is the case right now because people are still not really uh, into the whole proxy VPN and uh, every other technical issue right now, despite that every large media trying to publish its own list of most uh, useful and simple instructions. So Opera VPN is right now is a one-stop shop. And what do you think peop most people are going to do now? Or let's, once Telegram is blocked and let's say that that it's uh, diff more difficult to use when ISPs start blocking the, the links and so on, do you think people will, will just keep using Telegram on their phones and so on? Or will they switch to, you know, contact or ICQ or TomTom or WhatsApp? Or what do you think most people end up doing? Uh, it's a tough question because I cannot predict the future and I don't know the, the how many people are really into Telegram in Russia that are technically savvy, but I think the number is as large as it can get. Uh, so I I really hope that the the whole you know the whole uh, Telegram audience that has been active in it for past two years large enough to maintain the media sphere that was created uh, since the beginning of Telegram channels. And this kind of audience, it's the most technical, tech-savvy audience that you can find on Russian internet right now. So probably most of them will use VPNs to continue using Telegram, if that will be the case, because Europe said that uh, they will try to uh, to over override the block somehow to avoid it, and uh, you probably won't need to do anything at all. But if it's not going to be the case, a lot of people have to use VPNs, whether it will be free or paid. And I think that the the media sphere, the the media people that use Telegram right now, are technical savvy enough to buy to VPNs and to continue use Telegram, if even if Rosconzor uh, will put all of its effort to block it. Uh, but but the real reason is uh, well, the, the the real issue here is uh, whether everybody else who is right now using Telegram will continue to use it, and I think they won't because it's really difficult to uh, use Telegram all the time. I mean, use your phone all the time with VPN installed and switched on because the internet will be laggy. It will be will have slow speed, and uh, it will probably drain your battery a lot. So. And, 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 and in the first time, you need to know which VPN you're going to use, and you need, you need to make a choice. And I have seen already posts on my Twitter feed from my friends like, I don't, I don't, I don't have to, like, I, I don't want to bother myself with choosing a VPN at all. Like, why is this shit happening in my life? I don't need, I need to, I don't need to do it. So, I think the next week, if our sponsor is really trying. If if is really will be trying to block it from now on, uh, the next week will show us if uh, this kind of uh, this number of people will be large enough to maintain all the media inside because media will not survive without the audience uh, that is, that is constructed from people that are not not from media. So if they are gonna just post some shit from themselves, it's gonna be not really not really cool and uh, not really interesting. So this is gonna be maybe a professional network. Uh, for crypto anarchists and uh, journalists and I don't know, uh, or political advisors, maybe. 
So this, this is not going to be so interesting uh, it was before, but uh, the, the big question is where people are going to flop. I don't know. I think uh, I think the real the real uh, like alternative here is uh, actually VK because a lot of people right now in Russia are on VK and maybe they will just go back to the use VK because they have pretty decent applet has a pretty decent messenger but it's like no match for Telegram and uh, WhatsApp doesn't have all these fun features and uh, nobody uses Facebook Messenger at all in Russia. So like they will be continuing using Viber because we have, we have about 10 million active users in Russia, I think. And everybody else is going to just continue using VK. And th that's going to be sad because VK is a lousy, lousy social network right now due to all complications with Tovarish uh, Mayor and all the other people that are trying to follow you and your activity on the key. That's my interview with Nikita Likachov, the chief editor of the Russian website T-Journal, which you can access at tjournal.ru and follow on various social networks, including Telegram. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to hear more episodes, please consider pledging a little money at patreon.com backslash Kevin Rothrock. Your help with the costs of sound recording, editing, and hosting are greatly appreciated. And my thanks go out to all the people currently supporting this podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time. Дайте, что ли, карты в руки погадать на короля. Ой-ля-ля, ой-ля-ля.